What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for Awesomeo.com, and I am back with my favorites, my top five plays at quarterback, running back, wide out, and tight end for week eight in the NFL. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this channel goes live, because we put out a ton of stuff. Why would you want to miss it? Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so I can post some updates and you guys won't miss it. If we get news later on this weekend... I might put out some uh, little bit of updates to this video. You want to see that, so follow me at Josh Engelman. And finally, let me know in the comment section, who's your favorite quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end for this week's main slate? We're starting it off here on the outside looking in at quarterback, Tua, Rivers, Lamar, Stafford, and Derek Carr. Knocking on the door of the top five. Who will be the top five quarterbacks it's time to find out. Alrighty, coming in at number five, we've got Baker Mayfield, 6,100 on DraftKings, projected for 19 fantasy points, gets a date with the Las Vegas Raiders. Browns, two and a half point favorites, a 50 and a half point total. Raiders ranked 29th against the run and the pass. This sets up very nicely for Baker. Finishes with north of 30 fantasy points, 11% of the time based on my sim. He is the top optimal quarterback 5.7 percent of the time that's enough to get him to the five spot who are the four to four quarterbacks ahead of him i wish that i didn't stumble there but there's no chance i'm cutting it out at number four we go to ryan Tannehill. Tannehill at 6800 projected for 20.7 fantasy points heading to cincinnati as five and a half point favorites with a 52 and a half point total Cincinnati, not exactly great against the pass. A pass DVOA ranking 26th in the league. Tannehill goes for 30-plus almost 20% of the time. He shows up in the optimal a little bit more than Baker, and that's enough to get him into the number four spot. At the number three spot, we're taking a little bit of a step up in frequency. We're going to Russell Wilson. We're paying up a little bit. 7,800, 22.9 fantasy points at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Seattle, three-point favorites, 54-point total. Now, the Niners are better against the run. They rank sixth in uh, rush DVOA, but they're 13th against the pass. Nothing to write home about. Russell Wilson goes for 30-plus, 22% of the time. Very, very high floor as well. He shows up in the optimal 6.7% of the time. I think one of the names that are ahead of him is pretty obvious. Are you curious? Who's number two? Lucky for you, we're already there. Number two, same game, 7.1% odds of being in the optimal lineup. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's cheap, 5,400, makes it really easy to get to. 18.7 fantasy point projection. He's got to go to Seattle as a mild underdog, but the total looks great. And even better than that, Seattle's defensive pass DVOA, 30th in the league. This is a great spot for Jimmy G. Finishes north of 30 fantasy points a little over 11% of the time. Chance of being in the optimal, 7.1%. Jimmy G is my number two quarterback this week. I wonder who number one could be. As if there was any possibility that it could be someone else. 11.4% of the time, massively higher than every other quarterback. Number one this week, it's Pat Mahomes. He's 8,100 monstrous projection 26.2 fantasy points he gets a home date against the new york jets they are 19 and a half point favorites at the time that i'm recording this with a 49 point game total 
Not only that, the Jets rank 28th against the pass. This is an insane spot. Mahomes goes for more than 30 fantasy points almost 40% of the time. There's basically no downside here. He's in the optimal lineup. One out of every 10 times, even a little bit more frequent than that. And that doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't still get there if he's not in the optimal. I can't see a way that you avoid Pat Mahomes this week. It's too good. The Jets are too bad. And I'm going to Mahomes, my number one quarterback of the week. Now, we're done with quarterbacks. We're transitioning to running backs. DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Gaskin, David Montgomery, and Dalvin Cook on the outside looking in. Now, who are the top five running backs? We start at number five with the monster Derrick Henry. 8K on DraftKings, a 21.8 fantasy point projection at Cincinnati. Their defense against the run, not all that inspiring. 21st in the league. I think Derrick Henry goes for north of 30, 19% of the time. He's the optimal, or he is a optimal. He is an optimal. That's what we're looking for. He's an optimal running back 14.3% of the time. Derrick Henry coming in number five this week. We're off to Cleveland to grab a Raider. 6,200, that would be Josh Jacobs at number four. Raiders are two and a half point favorites, 15 and a half point line. Cleveland's defense, nothing special. 19th against the run, 25th against the pass. You know Jacobs can be involved in both facets of the offense. There's a little bit of a a floor here. He finishes below 10 fantasy points 10% of the time, something to keep an eye on. He just feels safe. 17% of the time, Josh Jacobs is in the optimal. That's what I like. That's what puts him in the number four spot. Coming in number three with the caveat, I'm assuming Aaron Jones does not play. We're going to need a Packers running back. I see no one better than Jamal Williams. Now the price is up significantly from the previous week. He's now 6,100. 18 fantasy points, a date with Minnesota. They're at home, six point favorites, 51 point total. Vikings rush defense, 20th in the league. Jamal Williams, Just a hair ahead of Josh Jacobs. Same 17.1% odds of being in the optimal. Jamal Williams gets him based on the tiebreaker. I love going to Williams. I'm not a huge fan of Minnesota. I think that there's a lot of scoring to be had. And you can get Jamal Williams in the rushing game and the passing game. Get a couple catches, maybe 100 yards and a touchdown. And suddenly, you're very happy to have him in your lineup. At number two, we're going to Cleveland. Kareem Hunt. He's set up perfectly. We still don't have Chubb. Odell Beckham Jr. now out for the season. Hunt is 6,900. Should see a ton of work. Two and a half point favorites. A 50 and a half point line against the Raiders. And the Raiders defense is abysmal. 29th against the run. 29th against the pass. It doesn't get much safer than Kareem Hunt. Goes for 30 fantasy points plus 16% of the time. Shows up in the optimal 19% of the time. I love Hunt here. Difficult to get away from. Only one running back is better. And that one is obvious. It's Alvin Kamara. 8,200. Projected for almost 23 fantasy points. Gets a date with the Bears. Now, the Bears are good. At least defensively. Tenth against the run. Third against the pass. Saints are four and a half point favorites. It's kind of a low total. It seems like a scary matchup. But Alvin Kamara has the biggest floor of any player on the entire slate. He shows up in the optimal 20% of the time. There's just so many targets, so many possibilities for receptions. I mean, we're talking, he can go 80 and 80 rushing yards, receiving yards. He could add eight catches if the theme of the day wants to be eight. 
If he gets in the end zone once or twice, it's even better. That's the only part you get a little bit nervous about. There are plenty of different options that can score the touchdown for the Saints. When Kamara does it, that's when you can see days well north of 30 fantasy points. Something that I think happens one out of every four times he plays. Now, as we head to the wide receiver spot, we've got five more guys on the outside looking in. DK Metcalf, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Stephon Diggs, and as you can see, Cooper Cup. They make up six through ten. The top five look like this. Number five, we've got Kenny Galladay. This is more of a price play than anything else. I think 6,600 is just simply too cheap for Galladay. Projected for 16.4 fantasy points. It's a home date against the Colts. Now, the Lions are slight underdogs, but a 50-point game total is what I have my eye on. Colts' defense is good. Against the pass, they are fourth. So it is not a fun matchup. I'm hoping that helps keep the ownership down. Really like Galladay in a GPP. 11% of the time, he is in the optimal lineup. It's a pretty tricky one. There's, he's just as likely to go for less than 10 as he is to go for north of 30. I'm betting on 30 in the GPPs. Number four is kind of an easy one, 6,700. We're going to Tyreek Hill and that lovely date against the Jets. 17 points is the projection for Hill. And this should be no surprise, but again, 19 and a half point favorites, a 49 point game total, and the 28th ranked pass defense. All signs point to a big day from a passing perspective for the Chiefs. It'll feel a little scary trying to pick out who's going to get it, but I think there's going to be a ton of volume available. And I want to start with Tyreek Hill. Goes for 30 or more, 13% of the time is in the optimal lineup 12.6% of the time. That's enough to make him fourth. Three guys ahead of him, though. And at number three, we've got last week's hero, Tyler Lockett, 7,100, projected for 19 fantasy points against Seattle. The favorites at home against San Francisco, a 54-point game total, middle-of-the-road pass defense, not much to worry about. And I think Lockett's floor looks pretty good. He only goes for less than 10 fantasy points about 9% of the time. That makes me feel pretty good about spending the 7,100 for Lockett. Shows up in the optimal 16% of the time. So you can see that's a nice step above Tyreek Hill. And we still have two more guys north of Lockett. This one shouldn't surprise you at all. Number two, Devontae Adams, 8,800. You are paying a healthy, healthy amount for Adams. But he's put up some monster totals so far this year. Projected for 22.5 fantasy points. That's like a quarterback's projection. Gets that date with Minnesota. A very large game total. A pedestrian pass defense. A not all that great rush defense. Which is good to see because if, they, if Green Bay can have some success on first down, that opens up the playbook on second down. So you're happy to see bad defense no matter what side of the ball. Adams goes for more than 30 fantasy points. Over 30% of the time, I love him here. He's in the optimal 17% of the time, and he is my number two option at wideout this week. And finally, coming in number one at wideout, we've got Keenan Allen. Allen finishes in the optimal lineup 18% of the time. His salary is just too low to ignore. 6,200 makes it really easy to get Allen into your lineup, regardless of the kind of build you're trying to put together. 18 fantasy point projection. Chargers are three-point favorites at Denver. Denver's defense is solid. They're top 10 on both sides of the ball. But Allen is just priced like a guy that isn't Keenan Allen. I think that he should be more in like the 68, 6900 range. Even if he got over 7K, I wouldn't be surprised. 
18% of the time, Keenan Allen is in the optimal lineup, and that is enough to make him the most optimal wide receiver. Finally, we're closing out the favorites at tight end. Trey Burton, Jared Cook, Mark Andrews, Noah Font, and Johnny Smith make up the bottom five in the top 10. The top five on a very, very different tier. Pay close attention to the percentages. Uh, they go up significantly after Johnny Smith. For instance, at number five, made someone, he made Neil, actually, not just someone. He made Neil a millionaire last week. Number five, Harrison Bryant, 3,200. Very nice price for a tight end. Gets a date with the Raiders. 29th pass defense. They can't stop anybody, no matter what position they play. No reason I see to try and avoid someone like Harrison Bryant. That $3,200 price tag is just not going to stop you from rostering anyone Excellent salary savings. Now, if you're looking to do some sort of charger stack, I already mentioned Keenan Allen. Couple him up with number four, Hunter Henry, 4,200. Projected for just shy of 12 fantasy points. He's got the date at Denver. Doesn't have a huge, huge upside, but this is tight end. Uh, not a lot of people do. Does go for 30 plus about 1% of the time. Shows up in the optimal because of that price tag almost 11% of the time. Now you can see that's significantly higher than Johnny Smith and Font, Mark Andrews, Jared Cook, Trey Burton. We're starting to get into the rarefied air. So Hunter Henry coming in number four. Number three is another step forward for the Raiders. I don't think I did a very good job there, but let me know in the comments if I did. 5,600 for Darren Waller. Heading to Cleveland, the 50.5 point game total is really what I'm keeping my eye on. And the absolutely atrocious pass defense from the Cleveland Browns. 4.7% chance of Waller going for north of 30. He shows up in the optimal 13% of the time. I play a lot of him every week, and I don't expect this week to change anything. Love Darren Waller here. But there's two more to go, and they're pretty obvious. Number two, 6,600, another benefactor, beneficiary? Another beneficiary of this monstrous total and line against the Jets. You got to go Travis Kelsey here. 18 and a half fantasy point projection. Terrible, terrible Jets pass defense. He can go for north of 30 pretty frequently, 11% of the time. Kelsey has legitimate high-end wide receiver upside at the tight end spot at a salary that isn't all that crazy. He shows up in the optimal 17% of the time. That's not enough to get him to the number one spot, but it does firmly put him in the number two spot. But the number one tight end goes with my number two quarterback, we're going to George Kittle. He's 7K, 19.1 fantasy point projection, the 30th ranked pass defense against the Seahawks, but they got to go to Seattle. A 54-point game total means there should be points aplenty. Kittle goes for north of 30, 14% of the time. He shows up in the optimal free, even more frequently than Kelsey at 18%. I'm going to have a lot of my tight end exposure wrapped up to Kittle, Kelsey, and Waller, but without question, number one, George Kittle. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my favorites. My top five plays at quarterback, running back, wide out, and tight end. Now be sure to hit that like button. I would appreciate it a ton. And subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 40,000 subscribers this weekend. Let me know in the comments who your favorite plays are at quarterback, running back, wide out, and tight end. And follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you can find out some of the updates I have as we get closer to lock. I will be on the NFL Strategy Show Sunday morning at 9 a.m.? I think it's 9 a.m. At 10 a.m.? 
I will be on the NFL Strategy Show either 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock a.m. because I don't remember right now with Adam Share, and then I'll be back for NFL Live Before Lock from noon until 1 o'clock with Greg Ehrenberg and a special guest. Stay tuned for that one. Good luck this weekend. I'll talk to you again next Sunday.